This is Speak Earth. I'm Case Bradford. Thank you for tuning in to this episode with John Constant. John is a lifestyle functional medicine consultant. He has a deep, deep knowledge in healing and health. He's broken free from the traditional pharmaceutical medical system and has a vision for a better future, one in which we are addressing root causes, lifestyle changes. I really enjoyed this conversation with John. He shares some of his principles for living a thriving life, his health journey, which is wild, and why he loves having his own practice and helping people embrace the power of health. I thoroughly enjoyed this conversation. I appreciate you tuning in. Hope you enjoy as well. If you've been enjoying Peak Earth and you'd like to contribute, I came up with a few ideas. One is you could share an episode on social media. Really, any platform is is awesome and deeply appreciated. You could leave a a five-star review on the Spotify app or the Apple app. Those always warm my gizzards. Lastly, what you could do is acquire a flock of parrots, teach them to speak, and tell them enunciate to articulate to talk a lot about peak earth as a great podcast and then let them free allow them to fly free around some major metropolitan area new york los angeles miami austin texas chicago your call whatever's closest so get some parrots train them to talk teach them to say good things nice things about peak earth this podcast and then let them loose big city that would be cool uh all these cool ways to contribute all of them are optional really appreciate you listening and i hope you enjoy this episode with john constance how's it going i'm doing very well case how about you doing well thank you for joining me to co-create this episode really looking forward to speaking with you you've got a a deep wisdom and knowledge in in a variety of different topics and, and areas so i'm really looking forward to this one same to you, man. I appreciate your time. We, we were speaking just before we started recording about how you're up in, in Montreal and thinking about how next year you're going to want to be somewhere warmer, somewhere where there's more sunshine during you know, the months of December to April because I feel like less of a human during, during that time. And I can 100% relate growing up in New England where it, there's just something missing. What, what do you think that is? What, what do you think it is that's missing that, that makes you feel less human? Honestly, sunlight, man. I, and I, I mean, this is something you hear a lot about on Twitter now, and it's it's kind of been discussed ad nauseum of how important the sun is, but um, it really is what the future, of, you know, right now we've kind of been fed this whole story that it's dangerous, uh, that we need to protect ourselves, uh, that sunlight um, isn't as important as we think it is. Um, and, you know, we, we have to be careful, which is in my opinion, yes, there is some truth to that, but people have taken it to the extreme. The, you know, even the clinicians that recommend, you know, the doctors, the dermatologists, um, they've just created this fear mongering. And it's like, if you go outside, you have to protect yourself and you got to put on these synthetic, uh, you know, synthetic chemicals and lather yourself to, to, to not get skin cancer. But um, we are made up of trillions of cells. Um, your entire body works on these little things called mitochondria. So inside all of these cells, there could be hundreds, if not thousands of these mitochondria, and they run on sunlight. 
Um, without sunlight, you can not uh, produce energy, you, which, you know, which means that your immune system is going to suffer, which means that your sleep is going to also suffer. Um, you know, these are things that, uh, so the sun at, as a foundational tool in the healing journey is an absolute must. And it's got to be, you know, just like everything, you know, you can drown by drinking too much water, right? Like it's the same, the same, you know, breathing in the water is going to kill you, but you need to be hydrated. You need sunlight to thrive. And I mean, you know, being in the Northeast without any, you know, throughout the, the winter months, not having enough sunlight, you do feel that everything's a struggle. Um, I think it gives you a lot of grit though. It's, it's, it's interesting because, you know, there's a lot of countries in the world that are living with the Northern climate and with not a lot of sun and they develop a grit in other ways. I think that's not very well understood at this point, but, um, you know, I just know that, and, and I'm sure everybody can relate that that's listening to this podcast. When you're out in the sun, you're spending time and absorbing that solar energy. It revitalizes you. It gives you, uh, the fuel you need to thrive. And it's, and it's, you know, something that people should not miss out on. Absolutely. Agreed. It's, a whole new part of, of me came online where I started spending more, more time in the sun when I moved across the country. And it was almost like inhabiting a different form of consciousness in a way where the entire energy field of my body mind was just shifting to one that was a little bit more elevated. Like I was just in a better mood, had more energy. And it is fascinating to think ancestrally that there, there were so many humans that evolved in a winter climate. And how did that shape mankind? Like, as you said, it makes a grittier sort of tougher human. And I, I agree to, to a certain degree, like there's definitely a different characteristic to the people in, in New England than the people in, in Southern in the southern part of the United States. And and you even think about like, uh, you know, winter, There, what kind of foods are you eating in the winter? If you think way back, you know, what kind of foods are available? There aren't vegetables and fruits really growing. It's pretty much just, you'd probably just animals like at that point. Yeah, I mean that's that's probably why you see in in northern countries they eat a lot of fats, they eat a lot of meats. Um, just gives you deeper, more powerful energy that is widely available. Widely available. I mean, not widely available back in those days, but now in our in our modern days, like we can get whatever we need at a grocery store from a farmer's market. So we don't, you know, I think we've lost. There is some grittiness to living up north, but we've lost a lot of our grittiness because now. Life is a lot easier. Things it could be accessible, uh, you know, at the at a few, you know, ten minute walk to the grocery store, you can get whatever you need. Um, that's what's having a huge effect, I think, on a lot of people's metabolism. Is just we aren't working hard enough for the energy that we're consuming. So we're sitting in front of screens. We're spending time, you know, basically not moving, not using any energy. And what ends up happening is if we don't burn that off, well, it just cycles within you. It goes into your mind. It causes things like anxiety, it causes things like stress. Um, we're not built to be inside all the time and we need to get outside. We need to make uh, use of uh, the outside environment because not only the sunlight's important, but all the things that incorporate that outdoor living just you know, e even eating outside and, and having your bare feet on the ground, the grounding aspect, uh, there's a lot of research that shows that it's lowering inflammation, that it has a tremendous effect on your immune system, because if you're lowering inflammation, you're, you're lowering the immune response. The inflammation is immunity. So the problem with people is that they're constantly inflamed. Their immune system is constantly activated because of poor habits, poor 
diet, uh, you know, being inside all the time and avoiding the sun is is very pro-inflammatory. You know, and don't forget the the, the processed frankenfoods that people are eating these days. It's like we're we're struggling to pull out what our ancestors had effortlessly nutrients uh you know outdoors environments it's like now it's like you have to pay more to eat cleaner food and more nutrient dense foods and people are still as sick as can be right they're getting sicker and sicker yes less people are dying earlier because we have better tools at our disposal to uh, protect ourselves from dying but when it comes to chronic health challenges i think the entire system is built to make people struggle and you know the metaphor i use with a lot of clients like most people are trying to uh row upstream without a paddle it's like you're you're you know you try to do the things and you try to put all the all your ducks in a row but it's like the entire flow of what's going on around you in your environment is against you uh, whether it be in the tap water people are drinking whether it be in the you know the the, the artificial uh, foods that people are eating these these foods are are not uh, you know, they're not pulling out the nutrition from the ground like they used to. And that's because of, uh, you know, these massive agricultural practices that are flooding the environment and flooding the soils with pesticides, um, which are killing the, 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 uh, the, essentially there's fungus on the ground that basically allows the roots that, that kind of works with the roots of plants to allow them to pull out nutrients from the, the soil. So by killing and, and sterilizing our entire environment, well, we're also killing and sterilizing our, our bodies inside of us. So that's why so many people are struggling with health. I see it all the time with my clients. It's like they're, they're doing a lot of things right. They're trying to eat right. But the accumulation that has happened, that has pushed them so far downstream, uh, you know, it's, it's going to take a lot of work without really building these strong foundations and making sure there aren't any gaps into what they're doing. Tremendous riff on the state, overall state of why so many humans on this planet are lacking a sense of vitality, a sense of health. Yeah. It, it's really a deep situation. I'm sure you could have even gone on for another 10 minutes on, yeah. on all the other various things, but those are like really the, the primary points in, in a lot of ways. And it's a deep situation, but there are ways, there are methods, there are tools in which one can get healthy and be healthy. I know you're a healthy man. I'm a healthy man. We figured it out. I, I assume that you weren't always been healthy is that is that the case did you have your own sort of health challenge journey to get to where you are today? boy did i have a health journey i think anybody in our space case is is going to be you know they've had a period in their life where things were just out of like whack really really sick um i know for myself uh all the clients that i end up working with are pretty much me who i was you know a decade ago and um i you know all throughout my life i struggled with my health um luckily i had you know very good parents that taught me, you know, foundational ways of trying to eat right. They weren't perfect. They were kind of just uh, going with what they heard and they, they, you know, they wanted to make their kids happy and let them get the cereals and let them eat the stuff that wasn't as good for them. But, you know, I grew up pretty fine up until high school where I developed an autoimmune disease like out of nowhere. And looking back, it really wasn't out of nowhere. It was like, uh, an accumulation of how I was, you know, eating the things that I was doing, you know, as a kid, uh, eating these processed foods and eating all these, uh, you know, cereals and, and things that are so artificial, um, they basically drain your body of the nutrients. What they do is they, the, 
it, it messes up with your gut microbiome. So then you can't even actually absorb the nutrients that you're getting from the healthier foods that you want to eat. So you can imagine like as time goes by, as you're a kid, you're eating all these things while your body struggles to absorb what it's supposed to absorb. And then over time, things can develop into a chronic illness. In my case, it was an autoimmune disease. It popped up in my eyes. I spent decades, uh, not decades, well, five years. So all of high school here in Canada, high school is five years. But, um, you know, we basically went to doctors, did a whole bunch of blood tests. Um, nothing came out. They couldn't tell me where this was coming from. They just said, oh, like sometimes people just develop an autoimmune disease and it is what it is. It's, it's a genetic thing. And I was given cortisone drops uh, and medications to deal with this inflammation in my eyes because they said, if I don't treat it, I could go blind. So you can imagine at like 12 years old, you hear this, you're freaking out. You're like, I'm a kid. Like, am I going to go blind? Is this going to, you know, this is scary stuff. And uh, the drops, you know, they worked over time. I was every year I was being followed up by the specialist. He was seeing the inflammation was going down and down, but by the age of like 17 years old, I developed cataracts. <laughs> so, you know, cataracts are what usually people will develop in their seventies and eighties. And it's basically the lens in your eye gets all kind of foggy and you can't see anything. So the medications that I took triggered that and accelerated that process. And I had to get cataract surgery at like 17 years old to basically change my lenses. So now I have I'm pretty much artificial eyes, <laughs> but my vision is pretty much coming from a fake, uh, you know, fake lens. And um, that I mean, that was that left a sour taste in my mouth. I, you know, the doctor when I left everything and everything was done, uh, I got the surgery. The doctor was like, look, like everything's under control now with your eyes. Um, what I have to let you know is that this you know, what we see with a lot of people who do develop this uh, autoimmune disease in their eyes called uveitis, they could eventually develop things like Crohn's all or rheumatoid arthritis. So that's very common in a lot of autoimmune diseases. It's like it shows up as one thing early on in life and it could evolve into other things later on if you don't have the right lifestyle and you don't have the right habits, which I think I got very lucky in my life because um, I managed to you know, take a fork in the road and realize, you know, later on that I need to make a choice whether I was going to be medicated and, you know, be sick or find a natural way of healing. So kind of fast forward about 10 years later, I was in another, you know, serious health challenge where I was burnt out. Um, I was very, very stressed in my life, depressed, uh, struggling with sleep, very, an insomniac essentially. And pretty much no libido. So like at 25 years old, I, I felt like an empty battery. And, you know, usually guys at that age, you're like, you're like, a, you're spitting fire, right? So it was just like, man, what happened to me? Like, I'm young, I'm training, um, I'm working out, I'm trying to eat as well as I can. How did I still burn out? How am I still not feeling as good? So I, you know, for months, I tried to do things, I tried to change my habits. I was, I was not really well versed in natural medicine and, and lifestyle medicine. So I kind of came to a crossroad was like, okay, enough's enough. Like either I go, you know, I decided in my head, I'm like, okay, either I'm going to go see an MD, get some Ativan or some sort of anxiety medication to take for the rest of my life and deal with that like that, or I'm going to find something natural and try something different that I haven't tried yet. Um, I was already kind of open-minded to what's called functional medicine or supplementation and, and natural medicine, 
because I was doing a lot of studying of uh, Charles Poliquin. He's a famous strength coach. He passed away a few years ago, but he was really into bringing in, you know, harmonizing fitness and supplementation into a medical kind of philosophy where you could actually heal chronic health challenges uh, and, you know, and, and kind of like separate the, oh, I'm taking supplements to get jacked in the gym and look huge. Like the, he brought a, a nice dimension. So he was kind of like my introduction. But after I had this burnout, I went to go see a naturopath and they gave me adaptogens. And within a couple of days, it was like my life came back. And I was like, holy smokes, like, I can't believe that I, you know, my doctor never told me any of this stuff. They were all telling me, oh, man, like, uh, it's all in your head. Uh, you got to chill, take it easy, you know, like, don't worry about it, this and that. You know, I was even prescribed, uh, you know, Viagra by the doctor because it was just like hell for me. It was really, really stressful. And, you know, he was just like, get out of here, like, take this and leave. And I was just like, this is an absolute joke. You know, like, how frustrating is it to go and go through this whole process and just be kind of like laughed out the door? So when I saw the power of these herbs and I was like, man, natural herbs that, uh, you know, these doctors are calling pseudoscience and quackery and BS literally healed me in two days. Like that's extremely powerful. I'm curious. I want to learn more. And then I got the opportunity. Like at that point I was kind of doing transitions with jobs and I got the opportunity to work with a company called orthomolecular products. So they were, they're, um, a practitioner based dietary supplement company. So they work in the field of functional medicine and they help doctors transition from uh, allopathic medicine. So modern medicine, traditional medicine to a more functional way of doing things. So um, going, you know, getting that job with the company, um, I had the opportunity to basically learn the in and outs of the industry, how all these tools work and really combine my science background to all the stuff that I was learning. So it was like the perfect storm. It was just like, I, I loved health. I loved, uh, you know, natural ways of healing because they work so well with me. And I loved working with clinicians. So um, using all those skills and all that time, I really improved my knowledge. I gained an in-depth understanding of the industry, how supplement works, how, how uh, there's a lot of dishonesty and grifting that, that's done in the supplement industry. So. Um, and, and the, really the most powerful thing for me was like really bringing the science to all the things that I was talking about this company. I mean, they've done a lot of research. They've created a lot of resources to help bring credibility to all the things that I, I know I talk about on Twitter and what you see in the functional medicine world, but you know, science is catching up now. I think there's a lot more money and there's a lot more curiosity in this. And, you know, just doing all this stuff and, 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 and getting all this knowledge at one point I said, man. Um, I have my strong science background. I understand the body very well. I like helping people. Well, why don't I try something on my own? Like, why don't I explore the avenue of starting my own thing? And, you know, Twitter really became kind of like a, a hobby. It was more like, okay, I have all this knowledge. I'm teaching all these doctors, all this cool stuff. Like, let me relay the message to everyone. What I felt in, in the health world and in, especially in, in the scientific community is like there's scientific jargon. And they talk about the body in a very complicated and intricate way that like most people don't understand or they zone out. So I said, okay, my goal on Twitter is going to be to make health as simple as possible so that everybody can do it. And I'm going to give people as much of the sauce and as much of the tools that they, they can possibly use at the disposal to start healing themselves and not fall into the same hole that I fell into. So 
um, it's been a it's been a journey, man. It's been really fun, but uh, I've been sick, and I I don't want people to go through the same struggles that I I went through. So that's why I do what I do. Beautiful. And what a story too. You went from really being debilitated at a young age, cataracts at you know at, while in high school, and then unable to use your sexual system as as, as someone in, in their mid twenties, which is really a primary function. You think, you know, things have to be really pretty wonky in the body for that not to work, given that's like kind of most of what we think about all day, every day, right? <laughs> Man, testosterone is so important. I mean, it's uh, in stress. And I think a lot of young dudes don't realize how much, you know, the lifestyle that we have in our youth destroys our body. I mean, the party, you know, in my youth, I was partying, I was drinking, I was staying out late, man. That That's, that's tanking testosterone levels. That's tanking the immune systems. So you have all these youth active and doing all these things in their youth, right? And they hit their 30s and they hit like a giant brick wall. And it's like, you know, for some people, it's in their 20s. I was lucky enough to be a little bit younger and start taking action young. But for a lot of people, they take the punches up until their 30s, sometimes 40s, sometimes 50s, man. Like people really wait till things get really bad, especially as men. Man, men, we wait way too long for things. And we can, you know, we can get, you know, we can handle the heat, I would say. Uh, pretty well but yeah man I think uh, it's up you know it's it all starts in the youth I think that's what that's why I love doing what I do on Twitter is that I'm able to access you know young guys that were are like me uh, you know 15 years ago how I was and I can stop them from going down the same negative path that I went through and all the pain and suffering it it sucks when you when you have to heal yourself um, and undo the damage that you've done it's a journey. It's a process. My, my biggest recommendation is like, as if you're young, like start now and start really taking your health in your hands because, um, you can, you'll be eons ahead of everybody else around you in, in the next decade, honestly. Absolutely. I 100% echo that message. And I think maybe what is stopping people from doing that is a lack of realizing exactly how it feels to be full of vitality. It's, it's not, you know, we, grew up, at least I, I grew up, the perception of health was this sort of like, it was more about like abstinence, right? Where it's like, oh, I'm not going to eat like the healthy, I'm not going to eat like the tasty foods. Like I'm going to be here with my lettuce and my chicken breath. But it's like, that's not health at all either. That's the whole bizarre abstraction of what health really is. When you embrace these foods like beef, like eggs, like raw milk, if you have access to it, um, berries, there, there's all these delicious, amazing foods that really taste better than any industrial alternative that give you this sense of energy, this positive mood, the positive mood is better than like anything that I could have approached on a, a weekend bender drinking alcohol It's just, and it's there all the time. And it's combined with like a, a creativity and a, and a way of approaching the world that is very difficult to articulate. It's something that you can, once you feel it's like, Oh, that's, that's awesome. I'm going to kind of keep cultivating this instead of, and, and then it becomes self-fulfilling because like, I'm not stopping myself from eating junk food or, or drinking alcohol. It's just like, it's an easy choice. It's like, no, I don't want to experience that lower state. I want to stay on this higher sort of vibration, if you want to call it that. Yeah, absolutely. I think, I think it's important. I think, uh, you know, it's easy to say once you've done the work that like, oh, like everybody should be aware and, and be preventative and, and do what they got to do. Um, I think just as a species, as uh, you know, how, how we are as humans, um, we only learn from our mistakes. We really, you know, that's when, when we make a big mistake is when we really learn 
you know, that what we're doing is just not working and we need to make changes. Um, you know, everybody that comes to see me and that wants to work and really take their health in control, it's because it's been chaotic and it's been out of control for too long that they just can't handle anymore. And they just say enough's enough. So I think what's going to end up happening and, and, and the, the best strategy is to teach people, you know, what I'm going to do for my kids is teach them young from a young age. I think my parents tried, but you know, they, they worked with the tools that they were given. I've been blessed to have gone one way where it's like, you know, uh, the ignorance and not really understanding and not understanding, you know, what is poisoning you? What is negatively affecting your well-being? What is actually beneficial? All the different habits, right? Like I know these things now. My parents, you know, kind of knew it. They kind of gave me a gist of it, but they weren't they weren't on top of the game. Now I'm here to break that generational curse. I have all the tools. I have all the knowledge. It's my absolute duty as a future father uh, to teach this to my kids. And that's why... I love health, man, because it's like, as we heal ourselves, well, what do we do is we are going to raise our collective consciousness because, you know, we're going to, every person that does this for themselves, they can do that for their future progeny. They can do that for people around them that they love and care about that are willing to listen. Um, you know, I think I, what I've learned in my life is that like, you can't heal everybody. You can't convince everybody. People that know you for all your life, like, well, you know, it's it, their opinion of what you're saying is a little bit different than people, you know, when, when you build an audience on a social media. So, you know, I, I do my best. I, I really, you know, it's funny. It's like my friends, the things I say to them and, and, the, and, and the, you know, the health tips that I throw out and make it, you know, in a, into a positive, creative spin. And they remember it. They're like, man, like you say all this stuff. And because you say it in that way, like I remember it. So. That's, that's what I think is important. That's why I love having this platform is that like my words can literally change people's inner thinking and, and, you know, and, and affect the collective consciousness in a way that is so powerful. And, you know, I've been seeing it, you know, I see it all the time just for people coming in and writing me a message and being like, man, like I use this information. It helped. I appreciate it. And, I, and like, they don't even engage with my content, right? Like, that's the powerful thing about social media. That's the powerful thing about pushing and, and, and discussing a, a, a narrative when it comes to health that is different than the status quo. I think what I, from what I'm seeing is a lot of people are just fed up. A lot of people are fed up of doing what they're told and being and feeling awful and just not feeling like they should be. And they want alternatives. And I think, you know, I hate the word alternative because it's like they've made it almost like, oh, alternative medicine. It's like, alternative you know it gives it a term where it's like different well no it's not different it's just uh it's a different lens it's a it's a you're, you're looking at it from a different perspective it's the same thing it's the same principle of inner healing but we're doing it in a different way we're doing it in a way where we're supporting the body rather than trying to patch things up and treat symptoms which is where i think we're going very wrong in, in society right now when it comes to health so true we're completely ignoring the root cause on a, <laughs> in a mainstream level where they're just treating these exactly as you said, patch, patching it up, using the band-aids. And when I think about the root cause, something that's been fascinating with me uh, lately, and I'm curious what, what you think about this, is this concept of like nutrients where we talked about the sun. That's a very powerful source of, of a nutrient, um, maybe a whole suite of nutrients. And, and then we've got like, I don't know, maybe 30 or so like essential vitamins and nutrients that we just like kind of got to get at some point into us, you know, from, from out across the world. And, and some of these things like 
iodine, for example, what is that? That comes from like algae, right? It comes from the ocean. It's like, we got to get some of that in once in a while <laughs> to, to like work at, at a high level. It's fascinating to think that, I don't know, like these things are all kind of kind of spread out to a degree. And, and I think some people get like really obsessed and overwhelmed with like, and then on top of that, you've got all these like adaptogens and supplements, like you mentioned that aren't even kind of within the core foundational, you know, yeah. set of, of nutrients that we need on a daily basis. And, and it's, it's amazing to think that we can all kind of mix these within our body to create a state that we're sort of existing within. And it's, it's an amazing experience sort of gathering all that together. Yeah. I think it gets, you know, the, the, the crazy thing is that it gets very overwhelming. There's, thousands upon you know different kinds of supplements different kinds of herbs different kinds of tools you could use um you know what i think is much more important is foundational medicine it's making sure that you know the nutrients that you're giving your body through these supplements is your body actually absorbing them or is it struggling to absorb them um you know is you know and then there's one thing about the body absorbing it it's another thing the body if the body is using it right so there could be you know for example you mentioned iodine why are people so low in iodine? Well, there's been the fear mongering about salt. People are just scared off from eating salt because the table salt that they give people is just devoid of the natural chemistry that is found in, you know, pure, pure sea salt. So that's one thing. The other thing is people are getting poisoned from their environment. And especially one big one is fluoride that's, in, that's found in tap water. In North America, it's a big issue. And the thing with fluoride is that it leach, it, it causes iodine to be leached out of your body. Um, iodine and fluoride compete for absorption in your body. And so when you have too much fluoride and not enough iodine, well, the fluoride is going to start pulling out the iodine. And that's why, and you know, add to that the, the stress that people are going through, which stresses out the thyroid. Um, you know, you can end up having a lot of thyroid issues down the line because of this. Another big one is bromide, and that's a big issue more in the U.S. than it is in other places in the world because bromide is actually found in flour. So all the bread that they're, make, they're making for you guys in the U.S., um, a lot of them are used, are, 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 there's bromide in them. And then when people are eating the, these, this bread, well, bromide also competes with iodine absorption and it will displace it. So, you know, I think the issue is when it comes to nutrients is that it's, it's an uphill battle. It's like, if you're trying to eat well and you're doing the foundational stuff, well, there's something in your environment that's probably trying to affect, you know, poison you. Um, is this being done on purpose? Is this being done out of sheer negligence? I mean, with the science and the evidence out there, uh, I have a lot of question marks as to why a lot of things are being done. This is the way they're doing, they're, they're being done right now. And based on our track record of how healthy we are as a North American society, there's definitely something going on that isn't right. Like why in Europe are they able to eat breads and do things and, you know, you know, eat a little bit off of like what's perfect eating here in North America and they're healthier. They have more vitality they have more energy. Well, it's coming down to what is being put in our food, what is being put into our water, the things that sustain us and give us vitality. If we're taking, you know, we're eating them and they're draining us at the same time. It's like, you're, you're basically shooting yourself in the foot. So, you know, what's very important, I think, in this day and age, because and especially in North America, because of our lifestyle, the stress that we're experiencing, our, our, our toxic environments, we need to be in a nutritional surplus. So we need to be eating very one primarily is very nutrient dense foods, things like organ meats, things like game meats. So bison, uh, elk, 
venison. These are, you know, these are meats that, in my opinion, uh, give you a nice, uh, a much different uh, scope of nutrition than, let's say, like beef or even chicken. Um, so, I, you know, you need to mix and match. People need to be eating more seafood. You know, and then the issue with seafood is like, oh, there's microplastics and mercury. And it's like, you can't win, right? Like you really, in our, in our, in our civilized society, our advanced society, man, like, it's like you have to jump through 6,000 hoops to avoid poisons and toxins in the environment. So, you know, what I'm saying is this, is that like, if you try to do everything at baseline, you're always going to be trying to roll upstream. So that's why you need to get that propeller engine and add it to the boat and really help you move things forward. And that's where potent nutrition, potent nutrients, uh, you know, exercise, being outside, that's the motor. That's what really gets us up that up that stream and gives us propels us in the right direction. So, you know, and, and, and that's why I talk so much about supplements, because they're tools. They're not uh, they're not supposed to act like green pharma. That's what I say. Like, I don't want people to think of supplements as like. Oh, I keep doing everything I'm doing and I'll just take these pills and you know these supplements are going to do everything for me. No, like if we want to actually heal you and put your body into a state where it's in self-healing mode, well, you need to look at the big picture. And, I, and that's with all of my clients, that's how I work. I'm, I'm a big picture guy. I don't care about what's happening in your methylation pathway and all this biochemistry and the, all these details. It's important. But if the foundations aren't rock solid, diamond hard, well, it's to me, it's just a bunch of nitty gritty, obsessive kind of overdoing, you know, like you're seeing it now, right? There's all these discussions of like 15 supplements to take and you see it on Twitter all the time. Like, man, like I, I don't, I, I can't take, first of all, I can't take that many supplements at once. I, you know, I, I talk a lot about supplements. I've taken many different kinds of supplements, but if you had tell me like, you know, to live a healthy life, you're going to have to take 15 pills a day. I'm going to say, screw that. And I, that's not my belief on, on how health should be. These tools are tools. They're supposed to be used in a very specific calculated way to be implemented in your life. If you want to pull the be best benefit out of them, you could take all these things and do, you know, give your body a whole bunch of inputs. But from what I've seen, it's like for some, most people, it, it doesn't do anything. It's like it's doing a whole lot, but a whole uh, lot of nothing too at the same time. Yeah, just uh, helping them generate some expensive urine. I think, I think a lot of the time <laughs> what it comes down to. It, and it's amazing that we're, we, we're at this really, truly incredible inflection point. This this amazing awakening is happening where we, we've developed this internet and we've got access to all this information. Our parents didn't have this, right? They were just going off the information that was presented by the television, by magazines, which was giving bad advice. And, and there was no other source of information really like there's there's no one suggesting like oh actually it may be a lie that like saturated fat and cholesterol may be really good for you yeah. actually you know and like sugar maybe uh best to limit that a little bit seed oils are, are probably poisonous and that now we're like oh and then we're like realizing oh the air the water the electromagnetic frequencies like the sun's great all these things and there are people turning on to this and and incorporating these ideas and feeling this amazing sense of wow you know what is this body mind that i have now as a result of, of listening to these awesome ideas and, and we're turning on, we're trying to spread this message in, in a way it almost feels like we're, we're in this race against the collapsing, you know, old world where enough people need to awaken and turn on to these ideas to incorporate them into this, um, 
mind that we have to up level our, our conscious to be, be energetic, to be healthy, to be vital, and to try and to, to, to like do something about what seems to be a collapsing world around us. And, and it's a really powerful place to be because there, there's so much energy here where it's like, okay, I can, I can do my best to, to eat these, these proper, these potent foods, like, like you mentioned, these potent sources of nutrition, like organ meats, like the game meat, you mentioned that the seafood, berries, you know, I'm going to really kind of get away from junk food, processed food as much as possible and, and share this with my friends in a way that's compelling and engaging. And because the, the more of us that turn on to this, the better the future is going to be. And, and we really are in a bit of a, a tight situation in a lot of ways with, with the way that things are unfolding, where we've got to get people into a place where we're empowered and sovereign from a place, from, from a health standpoint. Yeah, no, I mean, sovereign health, man, it's, that's perfectly well said. I mean, that's what the future is. And what I've, I've mentioned, and I've tweeted about this before, is that the future of medicine is teaching you how to be your own doctor. That's where the real power come from, comes from. And I've, I see it time and time again, how when you've, you set your body up and you set yourself up for success and healing, it's like, that's when the miracles happen. That's where you know, things that you thought were not possible can, you know, I've seen it in my own life and my own healing journey. I'm seeing it all the time with my clients. It's just healing yourself and doing what's necessary to do the inner work um, is, is one of the most powerful things anybody can do in this lifetime. Unfortunately, there's a lot of people that never even get to that phase in their lives. And I think like what you mentioned before, now with the advent of technology and the internet, um, we're going to see more and more people just out of curiosity or out of even sheer necessity looking for answers that um, they feel are not they're not attaining. And I, and I, and I noticed it a lot. And, in, in, you know, I think we're at the same age, but, you know, as millennials, um, we're you know, there's a lot of millennials that are very, um, you know, very much stuck, you know, very similar to boomer mentality where they, everything that pharma says is the truth. And. You know, you got to stick to the stick to the white coats. What are they telling you? That's what you got to do. But there's a lot of people, myself included, yourself included, where they've done. You know, they they've either been sick, they've been let down. They they looked for other answers. They found answers. They realized there is a better way than just you know uh, surviving. Right. Most people right now on this planet are just surviving, whether it be financially, whether it be physically, whether it be mentally. It's we should not be, you know, as a human species, we should, we shouldn't be surviving. You know, that's a, that's a, that's like a, a, in my opinion, it's a big psyop of society in general and just our mentality as, as a human species. Like we have to believe like it's one against the other. It's, you know, left versus right. All, all these different philosophies. No, it's like, we're, it's, it's, it's not about survival. It's about thriving. And the only way we can start thriving outside is if we start thriving inside. So this is why like, I'm so obsessed about health. I'm so obsessed about healing myself and helping others heal. It's because if we want the out world, outside world to change, it's going to all start within. It's, it sounds corny, it sounds cheesy, but um, I'm seeing it in my own life. I'm, you know, my clients see it in their own lives too. So it's, it's, it's so powerful and we can't, we can't just ignore it. We can't, you know, we're at a point now, like you mentioned, we're at a precipice here. It's like, it's, it's going to be sink or swim. It's either... And, you know, I, and I agree with you, I do see the old world is collapsing and there's got to, you know, there's going to be a new one that's going to replace it. Is it going to be the apocalyptic totalitarian thing where, you know, I, you know, we're going to lose access to all these natural healing modalities, supplements and everything, 
or is it going to be a, you know, a new world where we realize that it's not just supplements, it's not just what we see in the physical, but also on the metaphysical, on an energetic level. Um, you know, what, what I've heard recently, what really struck me, is like modern medicine now is about chemistry. Well, future medicine is going to be about physics, light, magnetism, uh, waves, uh, you know, frequencies, vibrations, uh, you know, just these powerful tools that have existed for a long time. And, you know, ancient civilizations even knew about these things. Uh, you know, the power of sound, like why do all the, why, you know, why would, why does the shaman have music when he's doing his ceremonies? Because there is a powerful healing uh, capability behind sound. Um, so I think we're, you know, right now we're living life in a very, you know, our perspective is very, very narrow. It's like a pinhole. And what's going to happen is as this old world collapse and these old, you know, um, dogmas go to rest, well, it's going to open up a whole new uh, opportunity for outside the box thinking and looking at the big picture. And that's why I love what I do, because I think the way I the way I perceive things, you know, the big picture way of health, that's how it should be. I think now when it, if you look at medicine, it's very like segmented. It's like, oh, the brain is the brain. The gut is the gut. There's not much connection going on. Like there's some research that shows this, but. I think doctors look at the body as like a, a, a car and each, each, each piece is working on its own. It's doing what it's supposed to do. But what old healers, ancient healers used to understand very well is that everything's connected. And that's why, um, for me, the future of medicine is big picture. It's like, we're going to look at everything. We're not just going to give people this capsule and say like, or this pill and you say, take this and see you later. And let's do some diagnostic tests. Oh, change the number on the paper. Well, perfect. You're healthy. Like we've, we've distorted what health is completely and, and that needs to change. Absolutely. And it's amazing to see this. Once you have a, a good understanding of it, so I think a, an obvious way to get a grip on, on this is like, well, do you think everyone thinks better while they're walking? And it's like, that's because the, the body mind is one. So as your body's in motion, your mind is in motion exactly. and, and thoughts tend to flow at, at a better level. And, and I think it's, I was hearing just the other day, someone was saying, oh, I'm having you know, trouble digesting eggs. So it must be the eggs. And it's like, well, th that's kind of an example of like, well, may maybe it's the eggs, but like, it's probably not the eggs. Like you should be able to digest eggs. That's it's a perfectly it. healthy food. Like what's the rest of your life look like, you know? And, and then that's, it's a beautiful example too, where like people get depressed and they think, oh, that's a problem in my brain. And it's like, probably, probably not. Like that's most likely a problem with your digestion. You know, they say the gut is the second brain, but it's really more of a first brain in a lot of ways. Like if you think about how the brain works and what the body mind is that the gut is going to be a lot more important and i think then it becomes a question of like okay how do i heal the gut and i'm going to lay out a you know a lot of different ways where you can take this however you want but the gut and and healing two really important concepts i think right now a lot of people are completely misunderstanding how the body works from a perspective one of like we're always healing and and like how do we accelerate that how do we amplify that and two like how the gut works how the gut brain works to kind of coordinate the rest of our, our experience in life in, in, in a big way. I'm, I'm curious what you, what you take with, with those, those, you know, understandings that, that we currently have. So what I've realized over time with working with, with so many people is that, um, you know, you can easily, you know, when you look at the world of functional medicine and natural medicine, like it's very easy to get lost into doing what I mentioned before, green pharma, where like you, 
switch the medication that's going to help people with their symptoms and you give them a natural alternative through nutrients or herbs to kind of patch up the issue. Um, so, you know, the brain is one very important organ that, you know, responds very well to a lot of supplements, you know, things like L-theanine, magnesium, inositol, they can greatly affect your mood. They can greatly affect how things are going. But if the gut where, you know, a lot of your neurotransmitters are made are unbalanced or, uh, you know, there's something in your gut that's draining nutrients or that's stopping your body from producing what it's supposed to do, produce on its own endogenously. Well, you know, it's like. You can throw all the supplements you want. It's like the person's going to need these things to just be at baseline or just feel good. My philosophy with people is that like, I need to make sure that at a gut level, foundationally, they are a hundred percent. There is nothing in there, you know, throughout their environment that they've been exposed to, uh, that is affecting their absorption of their nutrients that is affecting, uh, you know, their immune system. It, it 70% of your immune system is found in your gut. So you, you know, what, what boggles me is like, this is known. This is this is known now in the scientific community. Well, when we're dealing with chronic disease, like why aren't they looking at the gut? Why aren't they trying to figure out the solution? Well, first of all, the big reason why is that it's super complicated. The microbiome in the gut is so intricate. There's so many different things going on. Um, it has such a deep effect on our metabolism. Our, our, our you know, they're, they're, they've done research where they've you know done stool exchanges, uh, fecal transplants. Uh, from obese rats to, you know, rats that weren't obese and the ones that got the, 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 the microbiome from the obese rat, rats started gaining weight, right? So it's like, we're trying to play catch up all the time, rather than doing the foundational work that's found in the gut to build the strong foundation, because where the gut is, you know, what's happening in the gut is your, that's where, you know, your liver is, is filtering out junk and helping your body clear out toxins. Uh, your gallbladder is basically the drainage system that is allowing your body to release and uh, eliminate what's not supposed to be inside of you from that filtration system. So for a lot of people, because of poor diet and poor lifestyle, those two systems are overwhelmed. They're not working. So it's like they're just like their natural cleaning pro self cleaning process isn't optimized. Well, that causes an effect on the absorption of the nutrients in their gut. Um, you know, add to that, things like mold, things like parasites, things like other pathogenic bacteria that are just putting, basically activating your immune system. And when your immune system is working, well, it's not, you, you know, you can't digest foods. Like your body thinks there's an emergency going on. So people are living with this for decades and their body's constantly on alert and uh, they're not absorbing the food they're eating. Their gut is a mess. Because their gut is a mess, well, their brain starts getting negatively affected too because it can't get what it needs from the food they're eating. And, you know, what ends up happening is long term, it's like you, you basically break down, break down. The, what's happening in your health evolves and it changes. And, you know, people start going to look for quick fixes. Healing your body and healing your gut is not a quick fix. It's a process. It's a system. It takes the time it needs. Um, but really what I've seen with clients is like, once you, you get the gut working again, you're making sure that at a microscopic level, at a cellular level, their body is working optimally, right? Because if you think, you know, going back to what I said before, it's like, you're made up of these trillions of cells. Your organs are also made up of these trillions of cells. So if at a cellular level, your mitochondria aren't working well, if you zoom, start zooming out, your organs aren't working. So it's like, we need to start doing the foundational work first. 
working and making sure that at a cellular level, your body's working well so that your digestion can improve so that your stress can improve, right? You're all your, if your organs are working better while well, you're healthier, it's, 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 it's pretty logical for me. So, um, it's, you know, we have to do this, we have to do this foundational work before people start thinking about trying all these different supplements and try all these things. Um, they should really figure out, okay, like what is the root cause of all this? Is there something deeper going on, especially in my gut that could be causing my anxiety, that could be causing my insomnia, that could be causing all, you know, the, the autoimmune challenge that I'm experiencing. Um, and in my experience, like a hundred percent, it's, you know, it's playing a role. And, you know, what I've seen with a lot of people is, uh, you know, especially coming to see me, like they're taking so many different things because I, I, I'll take, I'll take a little bit of responsibility with that because I'm talking about so many supplements. So people get like excited, right? They're like, Oh, I have to try this. I have to try that. Josh talking about this. Like, Oh, this other guy talked about that. Like everybody tries different things, but I think what the future of what's going to be happening with all this stuff is that people are going to be getting much more personalized approaches and, uh, you know, that's where the magic really happens when people get, uh, implement what their body actually needs in order to succeed. And for most, like most people that I'm seeing, it's uh, a gut issue with, you know, all the stuff that they're experiencing, whether it be mental health, whether it be insomnia, it's all stemming from the gut. So heal your gut, literally fix your life. Yeah, man. And it, that's, that's really is this next sort of evolution in yeah. healing arts, if, if you want to call it that, where yeah. right now we've got take a lot of pills, take t target their certain area. And obviously it's not working. We look at back at the past few decades, yeah. uh, health has, has only gotten worse. Yeah. And, and for me, a, a big understanding with, with getting healthy and, and amplifying my vitality and healing, accelerating my, my healing system has been like, well, actually what, maybe what should I, I take away where it's like, maybe I take away everything. And then I fast for, for three to five days. And, and I've been doing that on a seasonal basis for the past three years now. And, and it's been a massive massive improvement to, to my, to my digestive system. Um, and also like surprisingly to my, to my muscles, and my joints and, and like really my entire body, mind, my mood and my emotional state that this has been like the fascinating thing. And, and, and we can, we can maybe go out on a limb here and talk about some of these other, uh, these new sort of medicines that you mentioned that like the vibrational and the energetic and the, the frequency type stuff, because when I, I fast for three, five days, I'm clearing out a lot of the stuff inside me, the, the fat cells, the um, broken and misfolded proteins, the, the digestive system is clearing. And my emotional state gets a lot better. Like I would have these like negative ruminations, like we all have, like, you know, thought pockets where you just like think about, ah, this one mistake I made. And I'm just going to think about it again and again. And they're like, that just like clears away. And I'm like, oh, it, that's gone now. Like I was finally able to let that go. It is because at a physical level, my body kind of cleared out fat cells. And I think emotions are stored in fat cells in a lot of ways. So when you clear those out, like, oh, and I'm like, I feel light and fresh. I feel like a new person. And it's an amazing sort of new way to access a state of healing that I was never aware of up until pretty recently. And, and it's amazing that a lot of these modalities are, are coming online. Yeah. I mean, I think it's, I think it's fascinating when you think about, uh, you know, what the potential is, what our potential is as, as a species, man. I think we're, we're not even close. We've been sold an idea that, you know, where if you live to a hundred, it's you're lucky. And, uh, you know, I, I don't believe that nonsense. I think we're, we're, we're cutting ourselves short on all, on all this stuff. And our perspective uh, of healing is, uh, very, very distorted. 
Um, you know, when it comes to healing the gut and, and you know, building these strong foundations, um, you know, really powerful things can happen. And, and I think one thing I want to mention with your fasting is you know, why is fasting so powerful? And I think, uh, you know, there's a big discussion about it is fasting actually switches on your parasympathetic nervous system. So you have two modes in your brain. You have the sympathetic nervous system, which is like the go, 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 uh, you know, survival instinct, which is fight or flight. Well, most people are constantly in that mode. They're in fight or flight mode. Uh, there's so many inputs coming in. Their body is trying to survive their, their, their day at work. They're the finance struggle that, that they may be having. You know, all these aspects in our modern society are there to turn on our stress response, our sympathetic nervous system. The powerful thing about fasting and when you take out all inputs is that the body starts, you know, initially there is a slight stress response that happens, but because your body realizes that there isn't any inputs coming in from food. Well, there's a part of the brain called the parasympathetic nervous system, which is the rest and digest mode of your body. And when it comes to stress, we want more parasympathetic nervous systems to happen. So that's why like your mood is feeling really good when you're doing this, 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 this process of fasting, because you're switching on the parasympathetic nervous system. There's something called in your gut called the migratory motor complex, which is um, connected with the, from the brain with the vagus nerves to the gut. And so when you don't eat for usually it's about 24 or 48 hours, um, the signal from the parasympathetic nervous system is, oh, says, okay, like I don't have to digest any food. Well, that's perfect. Like since I'm not digesting, well, I'm going to start cleaning up and the migratory motor complex triggers um, literally a self-cleaning mode in your gut. So you can imagine like if you were to take a microscope and go look in your gut, well, the gut lining almost has like these like hair-like projections, which are called villi. And that's where all the nutrient absorption happens. That's where, uh, you know, very important concepts of absorb absorbing your nutrients are, are all happening in these villi. So, you know, all to say is that when you fast, this migratory motor complex activates and it, it starts like doing the sweeping motion with the cilia. So your body starts like really going deep and flushing out the gunk that has been there, uh, that has been accumulating. And it also triggers the liver to do the work that it's supposed to do and un unbacklog itself, right? Like most of our livers are so backlogged from the toxic foods that we're eating uh, and the chronic, you know, overeating that people are doing uh, that it's like digestion is always playing catch up. So, and I like what you said before, it's like, people should not feel like they can't eat foods for the rest of their lives because they can't tolerate them right now. Um, you know, unless it's a severe allergy and you know, if you eat the food, you're going to, you're going to die. I wouldn't play around with that, but most people that have intolerances to food, it's just because their body has forgotten to digest. They doesn't know how to digest anymore. So you can teach the body to do that again. And it just takes time and things like fasting are great inputs that teach your body just to do that and recalibrate itself. And so, you know, I think fasting is a powerful tool. What I don't want people to do and what I see a lot with my clients is that they all intermittent fast and they don't eat enough. And then they're super stressed and they're pounding on the coffee and they're doing all these other things, but like, oh, I'm intermittent fasting. I'm, I'm healing as I'm skipping meals. Like it's not as simple as that. It really isn't. And, you know, I think that's the, that's the challenge that we're going to have on these social media platforms is like, how do we 
take the information that people are giving because like i'm sure you realize realize this case right like there is no cookie cutter perfect solution for every single human being that it's not it, it doesn't work like it's not true um there's a lot of people that there's like patterns that you'll see with a lot of people but you can't find the perfect protocol and the perfect system that's going to work in every single human being um if that was true well the person who created that is literally jesus christ because like, you know, like, you know, it's, 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 we have to be realistic. We have to understand that we're, our biology or biochemistry is so unique that we need to work with our way of living, our, the, the demands of our day. And, you know, what I would say to everybody who's listening to this is like, don't put yourself into a box just because other people are doing it. And they, it, it seems to, you know, it seems to you that what they're doing is perfect and it works perfectly for them. It might work perfectly for them, but it might not work for you. So. I would rather people be scientists of their own and try things on their own and explore and be curious than try to fit themselves into this square box that other people are trying to put them into. Powerful. You've got to escape the box, escape the dogma, explore. And I've really enjoyed exploring something that we're both very passionate about, yeah. this, this, this topic of health. There's so much potential here, so much power here. Really enjoyed this conversation. And I wish we could go for another hour but we we've got a, a hard stop coming up here and before signing off is there anything last message that you'd like to share with, with with everybody listening yeah absolutely i would say if anybody is listening to this is struggling with their health um i want to tell you there's always a solution there's always a way out of this i mean i hear it so many times with everybody coming to see me it's like you feel hopeless i've been you know in my own life my own health journey felt like things were hopeless it never is it never is there's always a solution you just got to be open-minded. You got to explore, you got to ask questions and, you know, just do that. And you're going to change your life for the better and just keep your chin up and keep going. Don't ever stop. John, that was awesome. Thank you. Thanks, Case.